Quinoa. 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 Quinoa is a species of the goose fruit genus Chenopodium quinoa, a grain crop grown primarily for its edible seeds. It is a pseudo cereal similar to buckwheat in some aspects rather than a true cereal. It is not a member of the true grass family. Okay. for long introductions but i'm wrapping cheese i aim to please i'm covered in bacon and i'm here for the earthquaking curling my peas popping my teas and doing any damn thing i please because it's johnny kielbasa back for the unprecedented third trip through the woods to the wooden door that's a little bit off the hinges with the grass roof that you can walk into Look for the trap door in the corner and come on down to the basement because you're in the sausage hut, baby. Woo! One more time into the sausage hut. Let's go. Why don't we? And I'm still recovering from my week of eating leftover party foods. It was great. Chicken parm, sausage and peppers, all sorts of breads, pepperoni rolls, all sorts of grape sodas, all sorts of red wines. Now it's back to the harsh reality. And it always seems like I'm about to belch every time I start this damn podcast, but maybe it's just nerves. I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Not really, though. I did just eat a bunch of quinoa. Quinoa is good. I'm not a hipster. I'm not a foodie, obviously. I review fast food on the radio for Big Daddy. And um, somebody turned me on to quinoa not too long ago. And, you know, you make it with stir-fry, and it's better than rice as far as I'm concerned. And if you get yourself an electric multi-cooker slash pressure cooker, it'll do you good. Because you just throw it in there with some uh, homemade chicken broth that you've put into ice cube trays like I do and keep it in the freezer just for that kind of thing. Flow and salt. Make it when you make those turkey thighs that you buy for like 59 cents a pound. Throw whatever you want to in there, make the quinoa, and then uh, you're good to go. And it just soaks up everything and makes it better. Because I know we're, we're all trying to eat better, right? I know that goes against my voice of gluttony persona, but uh, I'm the voice of gluttony most days. And then other days, I just try to clean it out a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that, all right? And there's nothing wrong with soccer. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with soccer. World-class soccer. Just watched Lester pull off the miracle of miracles. I know, I know. A lot of you are saying, They sucker, they suck. I'll be stupid, sucker. I'll be do no sucker. Football, sucker, sucker. I used to feel the same way. I grew up on football. I grew up hating soccer. Uh, I never played soccer, and I never will play soccer. But over in Europe... And across the rest of the world, they like soccer. But we're America, America. We got football, America, soccer, America. I know. But when there's more things to like in the world, days go by a lot faster. And that's what we all want to do. We want to get through days as fast as possible. 
Leicester just pulled off like a miracle of miracles in the English Premier Soccer League. That's like the NFL, but in England, widely regarded as the best soccer league in the world. It's arguable. Probably the deepest. Germany's got some great teams. Spain's got some great teams. France has one great team. Oh, who else? I, you know, they're, they're the big ones in Europe. But in, when the springtime rolls around, this is when things start heating up. And you got the Champions League, which is, I, I shouldn't have to explain this to you, but all the top teams that win their respective domestic leagues play in a super league called the UEFA Champions League. And they do that in between playing the games and the regular schedule. It's crazy how much soccer they play. I mean, you couldn't ever do this in anything around here except baseball, I suppose. But baseball plays 162 games. So there really wouldn't be any room for that. But if they only played like 39 games of baseball and then the champions of Mexico and uh, Venezuela and Costa Rica, and all, they all had a Champions League. That would be pretty cool. There's actually a Champions League in soccer in North America. Did you know that? The CONCACAF Champions League? No, you didn't because nobody gives a damn. But soccer's slowly growing in America, and I must admit that I don't watch. I watch very little American soccer except the United States team, the international teams, and the women's national team is probably one of my favorite teams of all time. I mean, what's better than watching women's soccer? Because they're good at it, and they're hot. What more can you ask for? But, you know, it's soccer's hard to – it's not hard to understand. It's pretty easy to understand. They kick a ball around. But then they don't score none, and they don't do nothing. It's just that they kick the ball around. Yeah, they kick the ball around. And in football, they run into each other, and they don't really score that much either. And there's so many damn commercials in football now that I it's hard to take. I can barely watch a – live football game anymore i got to do it like 30 minutes behind so i can fast forward for the stupid ass commercials in soccer they don't have commercials isn't that pretty sweet i mean they don't and they don't even have halftime really they just have commercials during halftime then they come back in the halftime show they talk for like 45 seconds and then they go right back to commercials but so what you know i'll give them i'll give them 10 minutes of commercials at halftime if you can watch 45 to 50 minutes of soccer in between it's pretty cool I know, I know. I'm not, I don't care if you like soccer or not. I'm just trying to help you out. But it's like the best time of the year to watch soccer as far as the club sports go in Europe. And then this summer, there's going to be a couple big tournaments, Europe, Euro, where all the national teams in Europe play together. It's like a mini World Cup. And I think we've got a big one over here in the United States where the South American teams are all going to play like their Euro, but they let us play because they wanted to use our stadium. So like, hey, how about you? Wait, I was, that's, hey, man, how about you let us use our stadiums for our tournament and you can play? So there's, uh, what is that called? I don't remember what it's called, but it's something. It's So it would be fun if you're near any of those stadiums because brazil's got a lot of good players and argentina's got Messi, and then you know there's a bunch of good players in south america and then you got the united states team that you can root on to victory against all these other guys so enough soccer how about that this is your soccer source of information 
only if you're completely ignorant of the whole thing and then you cared for about five minutes. And if that's all you ever need to know about soccer, that's cool. That's cool. So enough about soccer. I don't want to waste your time on that. I will waste your time with a little Game of Thrones minute. There we go. So I'm going to do, I'm going to recreate the second Game of Thrones minute that I did last week on the Mark Aram show. Another one almost real soon after this for week three. Can you believe that we're almost or we're already 30% through the Game of Thrones season? It sucks. It goes so fast. So I keep saying so. I got to stop saying so. Got to stop saying uh. Got to stop saying but. I'll work on that. Didn't really work on the website either this week. So here we go. Game of Thrones, minute number two. Here we go. Shame. 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 Episode two, here's Johnny up in Santa's workshop. Brandon and Brewmeister Smith from Strange Brew find the flux capacitor and see the Hodor is actually Wily. And he used to be able to talk. Meanwhile, at Castle Black, Alistair knocks at the door and Ed shows up with pizza and wildlings. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, a drunk commoner tells a sausage story and Sir Robert Strong smashes his head into the turnbuckle for the win. Cersei and Bob back down from the Kingsguard. Tommen and Jamie look at dead Marcella. Tommen regrets sending his mom naked through the streets, but I sure don't. Father Dirtbag talks trash to Jamie and brings out Fetal from Yar Kung Fu. Marine, while in Marine, Tyrion Varys, Missandei, and Grey Worm discuss the fall of Eastern civilization. Tyrion drinks and knows things, then goes and chills with Rhaegar and Viserion. Then a quick trip to Bravos to see Arya paint the fence and get her room back. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Fat Walda has a baby. Ramsay sends his congratulations to his dad with a dagger. See Roose Bolton. After a quick trip to the kennels, it's see a Fat Walda and baby heir to Winterfell. Somewhere in the northern woods, Reek bolts for home while bolting the Boltons. Meanwhile, in Pike. It's brother versus brother in a scaffolding match. Where's Tony Schiavone when you need him? See a bail on Greyjoy. And back at Castle Black, Davos gives Melisandre the pep talk of the century. She lays hands on her boy. Then it's Johnny. Shame. Johnny. Shame. Johnny. Shame. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I think I'm just going to keep that one. It was my first take. It wasn't perfect. My mouth was a little juicy from all the grape soda I've been drinking. But what the hell? Game of Thrones Minute. And that was episode two. And then yesterday was episode three. And there we go. So I got to think about episode three. It was kind of not as really as exciting as episode two. And they just have to get things going. And I just wish more things would happen. I wish it was two hours every week. It's all, But it really is almost like watching an entire movie. You know, it's movie quality stuff. And it's awesome. And what's going to happen with... I, I don't know anything about the books. Although I've done some wiki reading. But protecting myself from being spoilered. And I think there's not that many things left to spoiler. Except I guess the Sam and Gilly trip to Old Town is in the books. But I don't know that. I mean, I've heard that, so, you know, Sam and Gilly were 
in a boat and how the hell did they even get to a boat did, i don't even think we saw that and where the hell are they sailing from they, the wall castle black's in the middle of the wall so they had to go east or west i'm assuming they went west because i think old town's on the west side of westeros <laughs> the west side of westeros and then on down and i think what sam wants to take gilly to where he's from and where this is the worst <laughs> This is the worst Game of Thrones recap ever. So, yeah. So, they're going somewhere, but then Sam wanted to take her somewhere else and not go where he's going. And he's got to go to be to Maester College. And I don't even know how you're supposed to get in that. Is there some sort of application process? Or is he just going to take a note from Jon Snow saying, please admit Samwise to, the, to your little... Uh, maester school there so he can be a maester and if i was sam i'd be like yeah i'm going to be back there's no way in hell he's going back to the wall and he shouldn't even go to maester school really they should just head for Dorne. that's where i'd go because it's warm and who cares if that crazy lady just stabbed everybody and took over there's plenty of room down there get a nice little hut on the beach little sausage hut raise that kid get that stupid um, cloak off of Gilly and get her running around. You know, Gilly has gotten nothing but hotter since they found her in Craster's Keep. I guess that'll, you know, getting away from your murderous um, ancestral father is probably good for the complexion, I'd say. And getting south of the wall is too. And Gilly was, ha- she's just pleased as punch to be the hell out of the wall. But so after three episodes, and just speaking generally, it just seems everything that everything's just gone to shit now. It's just it's all blown up. I mean, Khaleesi's in the middle of nowhere. Like, like she was, she was the queen, and then really she just got on the dragon, and now she's back to where she started. I, why, why did we have to do that? And they better not spend the rest of the season waiting for um dude man and his buddy to find her because that would suck because okay they better find her in the next episode it's like okay she was lost all right she got found okay they took her to the nursing home for widows of old cows fine but but uh I'm just reading some of my notes. Um, I'm pretty funny, actually. So, but how about everything else for this? I'm 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 looking more ahead to what's coming next as opposed to what really happened in this episode. You know, another flashback. Okay, young Ned Stark and Howlin' Wolf. They got in a fight, and apparently people thought this fight really went somewhere else besides, you know, they thought Ned Stark really killed the best swords guy around, but he didn't. His buddy, Howlin' Wolf, stabbed the dude in the back. Whoopity-doo-dah. But I do like uh, the dude's name was like the Sword of the Dawn or something like that, and he was the baddest-ass swordsman around, and he wielded two, he dual-wielded. 
for all you uh, Skyrim fans out there. I was never much of a dual wielder because I liked having a shield instead. But if you can throw, you got to be really good if you just want to throw two swords around, I would think, without a shield. But then again, if you if you are that good, and you really got to have, really got to have the shoulders for it. You probably got to do two hundred push-ups a day and hope you don't get tendonitis in your shoulders. Because I'd say most of uh, sword wielding is all in the shoulders. I mean, I was more of a double head, <laughs> dual edge battle axe man myself. But if you wanted to be a swordsman. You might as well. Might as well what? I don't know. But Brewmeister Smith is awesome. And he's taking Brandon back through time. Whoopity doo da. I mean, what do we need for this? Where is this going already? I, I like are we, every every week are we going to do Game of Thrones flashback to give us backstory with Max von Sydow? I hope not. I don't know. It's just like, it really, if we only have got like 17 to 25 more episodes things better start happening fast and what the hell's going on in marine i mean Varys is awesome and Tyrion's awesome i keep forgetting people's names but Tyrion's awesome and any scene with those guys in it is cool and i just wonder how much of this is getting made up as opposed to what george r r martin actually had planned but i think if you read the books i mean i think there's so much other crap going on Anytime I find any sort of thing from the books, it's like they've mentioned 20 different people that I never heard of. So I'm, I'm always trepidatious to read anything from the books because I don't want to spoil myself. But now I guess it's really over with. So I think what I'm going to do is after this is all said and done, I'm probably going to listen to the books because I don't have the attention span to read anything anymore. And who wants to? I mean, you can't read while you're doing anything else can't sit there and work at, at work and read a book if you're supposed to be doing other things i mean i suppose you can if you're just sitting there but if you're staring at a computer like most people do you got to have your headphones on if you want to intake information other than your work what else did i want to talk about i don't think i you know it's funny um when you do a podcast like me when you're a podcast veteran like i am now in my third podcast <laughs> you always think about things that oh yeah i could talk about that and that and that and then I'm, and then I'm like oh yeah i'm gonna write that stuff down and then i don't and i forget and then when it comes time to turn that microphone on i'm like hey grape soda grape soda sucker grape soda Durr. but i think i could talk about game of thrones all day really and uh it was good to see uh the other stark brother who hasn't been around in like a season and a half and then the hot girl that was with him she was what's her name <laughs> it's a game of thrones recap with uh somebody who can't remember the names of anybody right here but she was naked in, in uh season one and she was hot so good for her welcome back but ramsey snow man oh man Ramsey, he's bad and he's going to be a force to be reckoned with it's going to be great it's probably it'll probably be better to see him die than it was to see joffrey die and it was really good to see joffrey die he was a piece of crap 
and all this talk about feeling bad for Cersei after her walk of shame, I don't. I don't feel bad for her at all. She's one of the worst people on Earth. Or on in Middle-earth? No, not Middle-earth. She's one of the worst people in Westeros. I like the fact that she's even more out for blood now, but uh, she's. I think she lacks foresight to see things through other than just revenge, 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 revenge. But that's all gone to crap. Marine's all gone to crap. The wall is insane. I mean, everything's gone to crap. I, what what the hell is going to happen? Like Any bit of organization that we had in this entire world has just all fallen apart. Is that what they wanted us to do? I thought we were going to have a big war and get ready for that kind of thing, but now it's just everything's in chaos. And then Jon Snow, dude. Jon Snow back from the dead in Davos. And the the ending was pretty funny. I mean, he hung the the dudes who killed him. I I didn't think in a million years that he was going to actually hang those guys, but he did and they really were gratuitous on the <laughs> the hanging close-ups of those dudes just hanging there. They they, they held that shot a little little long but it's game of thrones and you have to see the gross stuff if you want to get through the uh the good stuff i suppose but it is gross but was there we saw a little bit of nudity but i think that khaleesi doesn't do nudity anymore since she got famous so even if you do see her naked it's going to be somebody else and just like cersei from last year she wasn't naked but i wasn't that the whoever walked naked through the streets was hot so who cares really and just like that i'm at the 20 minute mark and i'm thinking of not being a perfectionist on this stuff and just kind of letting it roll because i'm getting used to these stuff still and i haven't made progress on my stupid website this week it's too busy eating but now i think i'm back to the real world where i eat quinoa a couple times a week and club soda instead of grape soda (laughs) goodbye grape soda we had such a good run and we'll find each other again in the 180 calorie aisle love that stuff grape soda and cookies too i was eating you know i had like a tray of cookies and they just went three cookies after every meal is hard to keep up that's kind of like what happens at Christmas. You get you have one good week of eating, eating leftovers, and then it's like meal, dessert, 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 meal, dessert, dessert, dessert. And then when it's finally all said and done, you're like, dude, what the hell am I doing? But hey. All right, we're going to see what, see what we got here. We're at the 23-minute mark, so I better hit the outro. Check me out on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa. Check me out on the Mark Aram Show, 11.40 p.m. Set your DVRs. Monday nights, I do the Game of Thrones Minute, the fastest Game of Thrones review in the nation. Tuesdays and Thursdays, unless he's doing something else, I'll be doing the fast food review, the highest quality fast food analysis this side of Uranus or actually this side of uh, Saturn probably I haven't checked the outermost parts of the solar system but I'm pretty sure I'm still number one out there baby check me out there 
check me out over here and check your mama's back door because I just walked out of it. Ow, 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 ow.